You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This is Equity One, Broadway's happy hour. Pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life, theater, and and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. Hi, Elliot. I'm so much closer to you now. Oh my God. We like literally geographically closer. Yeah. You you have changed locations. Tell I us. Am, you know, I'm 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 like Carmen San Diego. Where am I at in the world? I Where in am, the world? I'm at my family farm in Ohio. Uh, the family dairy farm in Ohio. Yes. And so I'm up in my bedroom. It's with this psychedelic wallpaper from the 70s. I love Isn't that it. amazing? What, what is the pattern on there? Um, so we have some colonial men. We have some Native Americans. And I think they're like selling them blankets. They look really warm. So I like, so yeah, hopefully there's no like smallpox or anything in that blanket. But probably who knows? I, we won't go there. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a, a great, different. It's a great wallpaper. <laughs> it's a different show. And is that a portrait of a cow or is that a fox? That is a um bobcat. A bobcat. I've you understood. Know, like, Cincinnati bearcat. Bobcats. Mm, who knows? It's a cat. Bearcats, but yeah, bobcats. Yeah. Bearcats. Bobcats are actually there are a lot of them in our area in like Apple in the Appalachian area, Hill. I believe. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen one in real life, but this one looks terrifying. If I was a child, I would be scared of that at night. Yeah, that's a scary cat. But yeah. but we're happy that you are in Ohio in your home sweet home. I know we are. That means we are officially like two hours away from each other. Yes. If I could, if I could leave now, I could probably make it to your happy hour in your home. Probably. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. Well, um, welcome everyone. This is, of course, Broadway Podcast Network Happy Hour. I'm Elliot. And I'm Caleb. And we're the hosts of Equity One Broadway's Happy Hour. Uh, we sit each tweet each week twice a week, and we um we talk to some of your favorite podcasters on the Broadway Podcast Network. And uh, we are so excited this week to have our friend Adam Rothenberg. Of bearing it all with Call Woo! Me Adam. Send hey. in. Yes. Hello, welcome. Thank you. Cheers. Welcome, welcome. Cheers. 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 Now tell us what you're what you're what you're drinking there, Adam. Oh, I am drinking my favorite wine, which is Bartanua Moscato. Ooh, is that a sparkling Moscato? It's a sweet, yeah, sweet wine. Nice. Very sweet. Yes. I'm having some Chardonnay that I don't really like. Uh but I hope that that I opened. Um, so I'm just trying to like take it easy and sip slowly. So if it were delicious, I'd chug the whole thing, but I'm like gonna sip sip nice and slow. <laughs> that's like the line from American Psycho where he says, that's some fine Chardonnay you're not enjoying. <laughs> just <laughs> remember that, that Broadway hit? Yes. Now yes. I'm I'm actually missed American Psycho, but it looked fabulous. It, I will say art, uh, visually, it was incredible. I mean, I think they did a really great job with it. I loved the movie when it came out. I, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it was really Christian Bale that I loved. Oh, sure. <laughs> so sexy <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. Yes. But they did a really, really great job with the Broadway production. I mean, I, I thought visually, the costumes, the blood was incredible. Love the blood. Yeah. The end of we well, you're not going to see it, but the end of Act One, the screen comes down, mm-hmm. and they splatter the blood up on it, and you're like, oh. Yeah, it was so hot. cool. Yeah, I was yeah. sorry I missed it. Well, maybe I mean, there'll be a revival. Maybe, maybe so, but I but I don't think Alice Ripley will be in the uh, in the revival. No, it'll probably be somebody else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kayla, what are you drinking? Uh, classic G and T. Good running, old. This is, my last bit of Hendrix. I think next happy hour, I might have to have a new cocktail. A new cocktail yeah. recipe. We'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to switch it up. So I'm not just like drinking the same thing. And also so that like, I don't have to go to the liquor store. Like I got, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like go through everything that we have. Yes. How did you choose the Chardonnay today? Um, just because I wanted to finish it. And, <laughs> and you've it, been drinking it. 
I had like a glass. Uh-huh. Um, Even though I, you didn't like it. Yeah, I had a glass on Easter because it was in the fridge. It was cold. I was like, I like Chardonnay fine. And then uh, it, the glass wasn't great. And so I stopped mm. drinking it. But the bottle is open and in the fridge. And I, and I you can't ha- You need to finish it, it. Yeah, so... So, and I'm trying to take it easy today. I'm trying to like relax into drinking, like not like go like hard with liquor today. So it just a nice sip of a Chardonnay. I won't um, say the brand because wasn't good. I just want to clarify that you're drinking out of a plastic glass. Is that right? Yes. It's a Tervis brand <laughs> wine glass and it keeps your drinks really cold. Yes, Alan. Because also like, I don't, no one knows this, but like, I mean, I guess you, I can show the magic a little bit. Like, this is like a table that I have set up in a bedroom. <laughs> and it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a folding table, and um, and does it crisscross right in front of you, like this, right in front of uh, you? It's it, they're they're not crisscrossed um, ta- uh, legs. They're like okay. straight, okay. but uh, it's not a it's not like a stable table. So I don't want my glass if if I don't want to break a glass or anything. I hear you. Oh, well, that that is an acceptable response. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone. Alan, podcast ad. Yes, but he makes this up. Um, um, question: Did you guys receive your stimulus today? No, not today. Are we talking? <gasps> oh, we're talking about money. Yeah, we're talking about money. Because I thought we could drink about that. Like I um, received my stimulus. So, so cheers. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't receive my stimulus today, but I did receive my first unemployment payments today. I think that's a bigger reward. Yes. The fact that you were able to get it through. Oh my gosh. Well, luckily, you know, I wasn't opening. I wasn't, I'm not new to unemployment. Let's just say that (laughs) they, they know me at the New York state um, (laughs) applications (laughs) for labor assistance. So, you know, I already had my account. I already had like employers in there. Boop, 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 boop. You just have to be really cautious. Like, anyone who's filing for the first time it's there's so many like tricky questions like the language is tough so luckily i kind of know to like really read through and and get it together um and so i think that that helped me kind of get that as quickly as as i did okay but yeah that was um lovely this morning adam are you still working or are you unemployed right now too uh well i i actually i left my job in november Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been, uh, I've been not working. I mean, I, I've been not working since November. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've just been. I've been focusing on my podcast and mm-hmm. website mm-hmm. and uh, everything like that. Yeah, yeah. You gotta like. You gotta like get the take, in a row. take the leap. Yes, and I did take the leap. Yeah. yeah. Little did I know that that this is what. <laughs> Need to jumping into yep. at the time, but uh, yes. at the time it was the right choice, and it still is. I mean, mm-hmm. this is all temporary, and it'll it'll yeah. pass, and everything will be fine. So yeah. we just have to kind of like push through. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Caleb, I do want to make a, a a comment about your wallpaper. Yes, because you mentioned that it has um, a colonial man in there, uh-huh. and. One night I was at my boyfriend's house and I woke up in the middle of the night and literally at the edge of the bed, there was a colonial man standing there. <gasps> and Ooh, I, I love ghosts. Was like, what is going on? And I just remember telling it to leave and to get out and I started kicking it. I mean, I'm literally sitting there at the edge of my bed, if you can see this, and I'm like yeah. kicking it and told, told him to leave. And knock on wood, he has not been back since. <gasps> but your wallpaper, when you mentioned the Colonial Man, reminded me of that moment. Wait, I was that. Did was you that... sage? Have you saged? Uh, no, no. He we just, should sage. We should, we should, but but we haven't yet. <laughs> Wait, okay, I need to know more about this. Was this I the, need to know too, yeah. Was this the first sighting anyone had had of this ghost? It was the first time that I had seen it. I would say this is going back like a few months, like probably somewhere around that November, December Uh time. And um, it was the first time I had ever seen anything at his place. And he has never seen anything before. Oh my gosh. So where does he live? Is it like a haunted apartment? Like, is it an old? Not that I know of. It's a three family house. um, and, And we're on the first floor in Brooklyn. So... Um, as far as I know, it's not haunted. And 
I mean, luckily, Mr. Colonial Man has not been back since. Oh my God. You kicked him out. You said, get I out, did. stay out. Yeah. Now, and okay. Kicked <laughs> you kicked him. You kicked him good. Wait. Yeah. Okay. So have you, have you seen ghosts in other locations before? Um, I have felt like, um, I think at my own apartment in the city, I've not seen a full fledged ghost, but sometimes when I'm there by myself and I'm looking, uh, down uh, our little hallway, you know, it's not mm -hmm. like a real hallway, but a hallway yeah. like that leads to my roommate's room. I feel like I have seen something. Energy. I have, sure. felt, yes, I have felt things definitely. Um, so I have, oh I do feel like I've had experiences before. And sometimes I get those, I don't know if anyone else does, but I get those sort of like, um, heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, oh my God, it feels like something went through you. <gasps> mm -hmm. Um, I have never felt, felt that, that throughout my life. You haven't Elliot. It's a no. really like cool feeling. I feel like it feels like pins almost. Yeah. Sort of like in, did you see Ghost either? Yeah. Okay, so remember in the movie when like um, Whoopi Goldberg's character jumped yeah. out of hide, uh, Patrick Swayze or Jimmy uh -huh. and they were like, oh my God, it's sort of like that. Weird. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. So maybe you're just like really connected with the supernatural. I think, uh, I think a little bit. I mean, I'm not as connected as like a medium, like a Tyler Henry or sure. uh, Teresa for the Long Island. Uh, Teresa Caputo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I do think I have some connection to the spirit world because I also have a lot of dreams that I have a lot of deja vu in my life where like I'll dream about something either and you know, I'll dream about something and then a few months later to even a year later to however long, I am in a similar situation where like I've been here before. Yes, I yes. have deja vu all the time i love it people say when you get that you're you're where where you're supposed to be that's what mm -hmm. people have said well that's good so yeah yeah that's good i've also had the same dream twice like once as a little kid and then again as like an adult <gasps> like recurring oh. yeah yeah like i i have it um i've had this dream where uh i'm on like a pirate ship sort of like in the last scene in goonies and okay. i'm like, <laughs> chasing the pirates and <laughs> and everything and i i remember it vividly and i had it as a kid and then i had it again as an adult and i was like oh my god i remember having this dream as a kid waking up and now i'm having it again and well, I, it wasn't like that i watched goonies right away or something <laughs> <laughs> well any dream experts watching like sound off in the comments yeah. and and tell adam like what the what the dreams mean i actually used to uh, do a dream interpretation video series with um, with with a friend of mine, uh, Jefferson. We used to have a video series called Dreaming With, and okay. I would I would interview the person, and then he would interpret a dream of of theirs. And he was, I mean, he was fantastic. He was spot on every time. With oh my god, I love that. Yeah, I love interpret. Yeah, yeah, he's so good. So what would he say about your dream? I mean, we don't have to go there if you don't want to. Um, we actually, oddly enough, at that time, it wasn't on the forefront of my mind sure. that I had that dream. But um, but I know everybody that we featured, He, they would tell so cool. him the dream and then he would pinpoint what was happening in their life and they would be like, that is exactly what I'm thinking. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I love, I love that. I, I'm so bad at remembering my dreams. Oh, but you I have know, them a lot. He gave it a, takes practice. Yeah, it's like sometimes. Do you wake up in the middle of the night mm -mm. with them in the morning? Oh, okay. I was gonna say if you oh. woke up in the middle of the night, so he he has and other I know other dream experts have suggested writing it down or yeah. doing like mm -hmm. a prediction. Um, Orfe is Orfe. You know Orfe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. She's very into dreams and dream analysis as well. We we talked a little about it, but but we never really got to move anywhere with it. Right. It's also very fascinated by that whole topic. Oh, that's oh. so fun. That's so cool. Um. Well, what what's been entertaining you through this uh, this uh, quarantine? What have you been watching, consuming? What's uh? Oh my gosh, a lot. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I've, I've watched. Um, I mean, I watch. Uh, I don't watch Stars in the House every day, but I certainly watch. Oh sure. Episodes. Um, 
I watched, finally watched Indoor Boys, the web series that um, Alex Wise and- Yes, um, okay. Indoor uh, Boys, I'm writing this down. Yeah, yeah. It was three seasons, um, Alex Wise and I can't believe I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Leslie yeah. Taylor. Leslie there Taylor. Is. Yeah, thanks, Alan. Alan. Um, and it's incredible. And, and Carolee Carmelo's in the second and third season. And it's so comedic role. Such a comedic role she plays. Um, Vanine Cox is in it. It's incredible. Oh. Um, I've been watching uh, Katie Huffman's um, web series, Katie Did, where she plays like a altered version of herself. And um, I'm up to episode, I think I've watched the first five or six episodes um, and that's enjoyable. I watched uh, <laughs> Tiger King. Of course, of course. Started yeah. watching Riverdale, finally. Uh, I haven't gotten into Riverdale, but I want to. Like, is, how many it. seasons are there? So there's, th well, there's three on Netflix and then I think they're in their fourth season now on regular TV. Uh -huh. um, I watched the first season. I mean, it's, definitely like supernatural crazy but it's good um and i love i love luke perry so it's mm -hmm. you know and that was of course his final his final role but yep. um it's great to see him in it uh i've also been i've never watched law and order svu all the way through oh so you're like so starting from beginning. Beginning. starting from season one so i have wow. 430 episodes <laughs> left <laughs> that's a heavy binge it is. SVU. It you is. know not like not super lighthearted. No, no. That's why I'm doing maybe an episode a day or two a day. Um, I'm also rewatching Younger for the, the third time all the oh, way through. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um, I'm on an episode of Younger as an extra where there's a pool party on a roof and we have yellow towels. Oh, my God. So, I'm going to look for you now when I rewatch yeah. it. Oh, my God. We, we were on top of some rooftop in New York and it was kind of like early fall. So it was cold. Yeah. But we're like in this pool and we're like, <laughs> oh, my God. It was, like really cold. it was a fun, like, early job. Oh, my God. Dream. How dreamy is Nico Tortorella? Dreamy. Ugh. He was. And Hillary Duff was there, too. It was like everyone oh was God. there. We I want to be on his, on his Instagram show that he's doing now. I know. I, I sent an email. I'm waiting for my response. Oh, my God. Great. Bye. <laughs> he's. I love his Instagram presence, and he's just, like, so dreamy. He's yeah. so great. No, I love him so much. Yeah. Now, Younger is over, correct? Uh, well, the seventh season is supposed to premiere sometime in maybe June Sometime in the spring. So okay, because I was, I'm wondering. I keep wondering. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't watch the show. I watched part of the first season and then kind of just like fell off. Okay. But um, but I, you know, it's obvious from the trailers that you know Sutton is still like clean cut or like Brooklyn. Like, what do I do? <laughs> and I can't wait for her to decide. But I really hope she. But the other guy is so hot too. Oh, Peter Herman who's uh his wife is mariska hargitay from SMU. yeah they yeah. came to see um they came to see beetlejuice and i remember being like oh my god it's mariska hargitay and then i was like oh my god and that guy is her husband yeah <gasps> because i'm pretty sure that he was on 30 rock and that's how i know him oh okay he, he might played, have like, been. He played like he did like an episode where like Liz Lemon like went on a date with him and they realized they were cousins. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny, um, but uh, yeah, he's very handsome and very tall. Yes, wow. he's he's been on a few episodes of SVU actually uh, with her, and um, she has yet to come on to Younger. So I hope. I oh my god, that would be the season because it's the last season. That would be what like a crossover, like some like some like heinous crime is committed on younger, and <laughs> yeah, you bring Olivia Benson in. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Oh my god, that would be incredible. Caleb, what have you been watching? Um, so Alana Levine told us about Unorthodox mm. on Netflix, and I started it, and it's amazing. I'm obsessed. That's on my list, yes, it's really good. Um, I don't really like want to give too much away but sure. it's about like a girl who escapes Williamsburg it's they do this in the first episode from her like um orthodox Jewish family yeah. and it's really good so I hear it's so good it. everyone's talking about it yeah we watched like four episodes in a row and they're like hour long I think oh wow yeah bingeable 
We've been watching. Um, we've been. Uh, we started Sex in the City. I had oh, never I seen show. it. I'd seen like you know. I had seen like episodes of it. You know what I mean? Like, and I know like who the characters are in the premise of the show. Uh-huh. But um, watching it from from start to finish is really fun. We're we're just finishing season one, and it's really charming. It's so great, and the cast is so good. Like, it's so like clear why they became so iconic you know, in those roles. And it only gets better after, after the first season. It only yeah. gets better. Well, I can see, I'm, I'm excited to see second season because the first season has already improved like leaps and bounds from the pilot, mm-hmm. which was like cute. But like now we're at the end of the first season. I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious. This is great. So I'm really excited to keep watching it. That's Are you going to really watch fun. the movies too? Probably after. Yeah. Yeah, I love the first movie was so so good. I know, and, and then the second one is like iconically terrible. Yeah, I mean it's grown <laughs> on me a little bit. I have watched it a few times now. Yeah, it's grown on me. But I do watch. I watch the whole series all the way through at least once or twice a year. Of Sex in the City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I love it that much. That's so fun. Like yeah. I, we, I never grew up watching it. The only, the only reason I know Sex and the City is I feel like it used to, it used to come on after Mad TV, mm-hmm. like reruns oh, on Fox. Yes. So like if I were up late in high school, I would like stay up and like fall asleep to it, like put the sleep timer on, you know. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, that's been basically my only form, frame of reference. So that's been really, really fun. Um, and also we're really loving. Um, uh. Wait, really loving? Not really. I mean, we what? I watched um, "Mommy Dead and Dearest" for the first time last night. I oh, haven't watched uh, it, but I've... the like docu. It's a documentary based on uh, this um, mother who like made her told her daughter she was sick. Like it was like Munchausen's by proxy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it inspired the act. Movie? Yeah, the act. Okay, yeah, that's what it, I was it, to say, yes. so it inspired the act with uh, Patricia Arquette and uh, I don't I don't remember who plays the daughter. Oh, Yes. But um but yeah, the um the it's been really it was that's wild. If you like true crime, I mean I think anyone who likes true crime has seen it. (laughs) Um but uh but oh yes, Mike, we did cover Tiger King. Tiger King quickly. It's like it's old news. Yeah, Tiger King is like when we say what are you watching, it's like obviously we've all watched Tiger King. Like there's just no way to exist in this moment without having watched it have you watched the ketchup episode yet i don't yes. even have any i don't i don't want to though is it worth it yeah it was cute okay wait what's the ketchup episode so they just released like um like a reunion special oh yeah i heard about that <laughs> with yeah. Joel McHale. and it was actually kind of cute you know we watched it and then we were kind of like you know this is the first time we've watched something like this like post quarantine that's like remote and whatever Mm -hmm. that's like not it it felt normal like it didn't feel like cringy or like the wi-fi was weird it was like it felt like normal like we were watching a show and he was super funny um joe Joe mccall i used to watch him on cock soup yeah Mm -hmm. yes so he he did a great job he's he has kind of the perfect sense of humor to like talk about something like tiger king that's like so ridiculous yeah Uh um Yes, and so and it was funny. Like the some of the cast members were just like laughing at him the whole time. Um, <laughs> uh, he did a great job, but that was really that was really um it was good. So it's worth a watch. Now, did watching okay. it make you want to like? I know for me, watching it made me want to sort of open up a a park like that, or uh, it made really me want to animals. Yeah, it did make me want to. <laughs> oh my um, god. What would I, your... The pressure of feeding them got to me. I was like, how are we going to feed these cats with old meat? What? No. <laughs> it is expensive, though. I mean, yeah, I'm surprised at how expensive it was to, and how much they cost, too, just yeah. to have one cat. Yeah. Uh, it, did, it did not make me want to open a, um, a a zoo, but, like, what would your zoo be called? Like, what, like... Oh, I didn't get that far. I just, like, <laughs> I just want to have the animals and, um, you know, I just loved how they got to like play with the lions and the tigers. And I think because I'm a Leo, I have an affinity oh, for sure. lions and tigers and feline uh, animals like that. Sure, yeah. that makes that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. That it's it's such a crazy story. I mean, it's so amazing that we're all getting to like experience something like that 
all together in this like weird time. Yeah, it's like been it's been a real equalizer, Tiger King. And now they're working on a a musical of it. With them. Yes, apparently and Andrew. Ev- everyone is working on a musical, <laughs> yeah. but Andrew is like actually writing music for it. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll wait, see. Wait, 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 wait. I thought yeah. that was a, an April Fool's thing. Well, so Alex Timbers posted an April Fool's right of it, but I think Andrew Lippa actually wrote music for it and like had Kristen Chenoweth sing a song. I will. Yeah, there was something okay. about that online, but. That was an April Fool's thing. The thing Alex Timbers posted was uh, right. with Carrie don't Butler. Don't lie to me. Don't lie yeah. to me. Yeah, oh that, was a, they, that was April Fool's. Got you. Oh, I Got was you. April Fool's then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look how easy it is. Oh my to gosh. Me. It's so easy. Look, we're all we're all more susceptible to being gotten. Yeah. Uh, during during this time. Yeah, we are. We yeah. are. Listen. Yeah, that's what. It's all we I can need do. The truth. Um, well, we're going to move into doing a little like interview a la how we do our show. Okay. Um, so, uh, we like to start our, uh, episodes by asking our guests what first got them interested in theater when they were, um, when they were a young person. Um, my parents took us to, I, I believe Joseph and the amazing Technicolor (gasps) Dreamcoat was my first show. Uh, or at least one of my first shows. Um, I remember loving it. I I love that show. I still listen to the original cast recording. Love Joseph. Um, the music, the acting. I mean, and who knew at that time, you know, I was so young, I didn't really know a lot of the actors and stuff. But now that I'm older, I mean, the fact that I got to see Lori Beachman as the narrator is like incredible. Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that voice is just, there's, I mean, nobody like her. Yeah. 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 I, I grew up on Joseph too. I grew up on the, like the Donnie Osmond recording, yes. with the Toronto cast. Uh huh. Um, but I, I am obsessed with Joseph. I want to be in Joseph so bad. This is me putting it out there <laughs> that I want to be in Joseph and the amazing Technicolor dream coat. So I'm looking at you, that revival that's supposed to be coming. That would be incredible. I, I got to see it actually in Boston when I was living in Boston. Uh, a touring company of Joseph came through and Debbie Gibson was the narrator. Word. And um, <laughs> I remember going to the stage door before the show started and she was there. And I got to meet her and I had my electric youth perfume with me and she signed it and and so great in that show i really wanted her i wish they had released the cast recording of her priceline presents go to your happy price what's up it's kaylee cuoco when it comes to travel we all have a happy place you can see yourself already there it's beautiful it might be sunny and sandy for some neon and urban for others deserts or rainforests or hiking trails With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Febreze is a proud partner of Can't Cancel Pride. However you choose to express yourself, Febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way. Have an amazing pride from Febreze. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, like so many. This it's so fun looking back in shows like that that have had like a real life and like so many different like amazing people have done those roles. Mm-hmm. Like that's when I who like. Who was the Andy Bankenbuehler one that we saw on tour? Who was that? Um, Diana Degarmo. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. She, what a voice she has. Too. She was great. Yeah, and, oh and Ace Young, her husband, you know, they always do yeah. that. Too. He was yeah. the Joseph. Yeah, it was that was a great production. I loved that production. Oh, I would solid. love to see that one. But Joseph is so fun because you can do so much with it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, it's exciting. It's like colorful. It's like, I mean, I, I think it quick. could. Yeah. It's quick. We love, <laughs> we love a fast show. Yes. We love, 
And they, they added a Mega Mix at the end. Hello. I love the I Mega Mix. There was no Mega Mix when I saw it in 1980 something. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a you gotta have a Mega Mix. You do. And I feel like they were also the show that sort of started that curtain call. Um, mm-hmm. you know, let's sing a few of the hits. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a weird thing that is now like so common and like mm-hmm. accepted as normal. Mm-hmm. Um I, you know, any of our theater historians, like, it's just such a, it's, why? It's, I still wonder why sometimes. Because, you know, I love to see shows Mm -hmm. and then applaud and leave. (laughs) (laughs) Leave with that memory. Yeah, I don't need, like, a second show when the show is over. Because usually, like, when I'm like, oh, the show's over, that was amazing. Okay, it's another, okay. <laughs> I think it depends on the show. I mean, I think like a Mamma Mia, I think it it sure. certainly lends itself to that. Um, I don't know. I don't think every show needs to do the, no. the mix at the end. No, but, no. Um, but certain shows, I think, you know, like they did it. I remember with All Shook Up, they mm-hmm. did Come On Everybody again, I think it was. And um, so I think if it's like a jukebox musical. Yeah. When you can't fit it in the show, you just put it in the mega yeah. mix. Like stuff yeah. news, go. news. I I, I <laughs> loved like that, like a news, like newsies dancing bow. Great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Yes. Great. But like um, uh, at Beetlejuice, we like had for like three performances, <laughs> like a big mega mix bow, and we were all just like, no. <laughs> uh, I didn't get to see one of those three performances. Yeah, but we, you know, we try everything. You know, yes. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta see, you gotta see what sticks. Yeah, um, yeah. I had like tambourine choreography, some confetti to throw. You know, I had a, you know, that was fun. Show stopping. It was the showstopper. The show had stopped. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show had stopped. Where did you grow up, Adam? I grew up on Long Island. Okay, uh, so, so like thirty minutes outside of New York City. Did you come in and see shows a lot? We can't. I feel like we came in at least once a year to to see a show. So I mean, some of the shows I grew up uh, in addition to Joseph. I mean, I saw Phantom of the Opera. I saw Les Mis. Uh, Me and my girl, mm. um, which I also distinctly from remember because I remember going to that not only with my parents and my brother, but my grandparents. My I think my mm-hmm. aunt and uncle. I think it was a real family affair. Um, oh, oh my god, god. Oh my god. special guest oh god. Hey. <laughs> I was very blonde for like two tries. Here I am. <laughs> Thank the you for joining us. Oh my goodness. So um yeah, I've got a moment before I have to get on another Zoom thing. I you know, has it been extremely overwhelmingly busy today for everybody? Kind of, yes. yes. Okay, yes. good. Okay. So, it goes in waves. No? Me. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, so here I am. Who brought me up about a, as a dream interpreter? What's well, we going were, on? I- I did. Remember a few years ago, I was doing that dream interpretation video series, and we kind of talked about having you on, and you were like, yes. you love dream interpretation, and you love yes. everything about that. So yes. then when we were talking about this dream that I had where I woke up and there was this colonial man, I brought up that you and I had that discussion, but we never did anything oh, more with it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, here I am. <laughs> well, where did where did your um interest in dreams uh start? Um, I'm just an extremely lucid dreamer. Very ha- have always been. My dreams are as real as the universe is at any given moment, wow. and it's always been that way. Um, I don't drink or do drugs, so I know it's just a gift. So <laughs> you know. Um, and they've been exceptionally, I, I think everybody's going through this, but they've been exceptionally bizarre and lucid during this whole quarantine. So, um, and I'm able sometimes, <laughs> I've done it, I've done it three times in my life, but I've actually been able to go into my dream and get myself out of a dream. Wow. wow. You've yeah. been yourself. Yeah. Just three times though, literally three times in my whole life. And I'm like, I can't figure out how to hone it, but um I did it a couple of times. That is a so interesting. Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. It's it was very very strange. Uh, but again, none of this is drug induced. <laughs> you know, so, you know um, how is everybody doing? Okay, just yeah. hanging in, chilling out, quarantinis, having a little yeah. drink. You know, a little yeah. happy hour. What little can we wine. do? 
It's too light outside for me. I can't, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, and then I can't get up at the crack of dawn and do the grueling evil workouts I do. So, oh my gosh, it's so hard to, it's extra hard to get motivated. Um, I know, uh, I know. stuck in the house yes i, I signed up for it's... some online courses that has helped because it's a specific time that you have to be there so that yeah. Has yeah 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 every very major university is offering courses and stuff i think that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah there's plenty for people to like do and and stay busy so if Absolutely. you can find it then go for it now's the time that's that's yes. what i say that's what i say <laughs> i'm so happy to see you all Oh, oh that, we're so happy to see, to see you. you. What a Thank lovely you popping by. You yes. look, you look like a dream. You're very kind. Thank you. <laughs> lots of makeup and lots of good lighting. Well, the lighting's not good right now, but lots of makeup <laughs> for bad lighting because I've, we've literally been doing stuff all day. We just do as much as possible. As for, much as you, you know, can. Ra- as much as you can, raising money, all sorts of stuff. You know, you have to do what you have to do. Yeah. Or, Fred, do, you, do you think you could interpret my dream that I had? What did you dream? Let okay, me so, see. So I woke up in the middle of the night uh, okay. and there was this colonial man standing at the edge of our bed and I was yelling at it to get out and I was kicking it and it has not come back since. But he, he was, I mean, he was definitely out. There was an outline of a real person there. Okay, well, first of all, I think the colonial man that you were trying to get away from you is significant of and indicative of um, and allegorically this pandemic. Mm. <gasps> That's what I think. How, however, I watch the Travel Channel religiously all day sometimes. It's on in the background. And they talk about a lot of like colonial ghosts. They're very um, active mm-hmm. ghosts. Okay. So you might have just had a visitation from a ghost. <laughs> I think it's a ghost. Yeah. yeah. Don't you? I mean, they're very, very active. If you ever watch like paranormal whatever and caught on camera and all that i mean it's just such a great escape for me at this point in time i don't need to listen to the news um 24 hours a day but they always talk about how the colonial ghosts of those battles and those times are highly (laughs) so wow well there you go it's a combination i think you had a visitation Mm -hmm. um and i also think he was kind of signifying the ghost of all that's going on right now mm. you know what i mean and you mm-hmm. shunned it so that's good you're yeah. you're getting it away that's yeah. my that's my 50 cent interpretation i love that <laughs> I'll, I'll pay the full 50 cents yes, <laughs> yes. what's your bill we'll send it to, my, to you donated <laughs> to my charities yeah you know um, but that said i think i have to jump on another thing for uh they're doing I'm not even going to tell you because it's too schmaltzy. But um, <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm going to jump off. But I'm so happy I was able to figure this out and see you guys for a minute. Thank you so okay. much for hopping on. We're so Bay, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you. Oh my god, I wow. love her. <laughs> what a treat! That Special guest, <laughs> Special guest, Alan. Yeah. That was brilliant. That was fun. Yeah, that was like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I aim to please. <laughs> you got to earn that paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> um, where were we? What were we talking about? Uh, shows that we're... Shows that... Uh, I, growing up. Oh. Growing up, yeah. Yeah. Um, Saturday Night I'm Fever. That, I was so excited. I'm Le- worn out a little. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Legally Blonde. Yeah, all yes, of those. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, we would go in like once a year to see a show. Yeah, that's I feel like that's usually the the case. Um, like people come in here and there and then they kind of catch it, but I, I haven't encountered so many people that came in all the time. Yeah. Until until maybe they're like teenagers and like sneaking into sneaking into the city, like yeah. <laughs> Ricky one night to like go to class to go see cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us more about um about your website, Call Me Adam, and your podcast, Bearing It All, and kind of how that part of your life came about. Okay. So um, my website came about because I've always had a day job. Uh, well, until November. But I've always had a day <laughs> job. And on the side of having a day job, um, when I lived in Boston and when I first moved back to New York, I used to do stand-up comedy on the side. 
Mm-hmm. And that did not go very well, clearly, because uh. I'm sitting down and I'm not doing anything. Um, so, <laughs> Well, so, you're a stand-up guy. I, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at, so I decided to stop doing stand-up comedy and I was still looking for a way to entertain people. And this girl that I knew was like, oh, why don't you start a blog? So it was just around the time when Facebook was becoming more mainstream because mm-hmm. when Facebook didn't exist when I was in college. Um, so I started emailing some people in the Broadway community that I had met enough times that I felt like they would know my face even if they didn't remember my name. And I asked them if they would like to be part of my, at that time, my blog. And they said yes. And then uh, I started emailing more people. I started working with press reps and my website kind of took from there, took off from there. Um, And then my podcast. So about two, two years ago, Mm -hmm. maybe three years ago at this point, two or three years ago. Sorry. I, I almost choked on my one. Oh, don't Um, (laughs) take your time. Savor it. Yeah. Savor it. Which is odd because I wasn't even drinking it right in that moment. <laughs> yeah. the, like the aftershock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we know so, all about drinking, so you don't have to <laughs> good, explain anything to us. I'm glad. So um, I was, I was, I wanted to like expand at that time my website somehow and come up with something different. So I, I just came up with the title "Burying It All with Call Me Adam." I loved the idea of like you're you're gonna reveal things about yourself. And I know some people thought it was like, oh, he's gonna do something naked. And I'm like, no, it's more about revealing your soul. So about two years ago, I did it as a um, an, a, a night at the Green Room 42. And um, Annie Golden actually helped me launch it. She was my first guest. She brought Lynn Tucci from Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Lauren Elder was one of my guests as well. And Bobby Cronin, who wrote my theme song that I use in my podcast and that I was also using my video interviews. Um, So they were my first four guests and I had a great time. And unfortunately the live show didn't work out at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I kept the bearing it all with call me Adam idea. And I was like, well, what could I do? What I could do. And then I lost my video guy who um, used to record and edit my videos. Uh Um, So and in looking for a new video person, it was just too expensive. So I was like, you know what? Every, let me try podcasting. And so I started mm-hmm. recording. And then um, I saw the announcement on Playbill that the Broadway Podcast Network was uh-huh. starting. And um, and I wrote to Alan, who he and I actually had met like a year and a half before that at the Loveville High um, press, press night. Uh-huh. Uh, so I wrote him and asked him how I could be part of it. And uh, I sent him some episodes that I had and he said he'd like to have me as part of the network. So that's how I became part of the network. And the rest is history. history. Same page. Hilarious. (laughs) We love that. Yeah, we, that's so, so fun. I mean, that's kind of the, you know, the way we all evolve into making stuff is you were, you were always figuring out a way to do your thing and, and you just followed the way that it led you yeah. through, through all the mediums. Yes. Mm-hmm. Print, visual, audio. Yeah. Yep. Video, everything. How did you, how did you both meet and start equity one? That's a long story, but we <laughs> met, we met back in 2009 yeah. at a dance competition. Oh my God. We were roommates for all of college. Mm -hmm. We moved to the city together. I'm really speed tracking this. Like we're hitting major points. College roommates, best friends. Yeah. And then um, we were going back banter and banter and Elliot's boyfriend was like, you guys need a podcast. And so we started, we recorded on a whim. Mm -hmm. And then about like a year and a half later, we, we heard about the Broadway podcast network and here we are. Here we are. That's in a, that's in a tight nutshell. No, I love it. And now here we all are together. Exactly. Yes. I love now, it. Okay, so the part of the premise of your podcast is that you get someone to reveal something that they've never told anyone before. Mm, correct. Yeah. So, or that they have not talked about in previous years. In previous, right, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Adam, have, have has anyone turned the tables on you? Has anyone ever asked you to reveal something that you've never said in a... <laughs> um, sometimes, yes. 
Well, yeah. we're doing it right now. It. Okay. It's, we're, we're call me Adam and you. Okay. Um, so what, what's something that I have not talked about with people? Um, it's too bad. It's too bad this wasn't last week because I just revealed some the person who I had the hardest time interviewing last week. Um, which I'll tell is like a, a quick thing. And uh-huh. then, so my hardest interview ever, and since she's no longer with us, I feel like I can finally say it. Mm-hmm. But um, my hardest interview ever was Marion Seldes. Okay. And okay. she I interviewed um, early when I was first starting out my website. And I got to do it in person, but it was like pulling teeth to get her answers uh-huh. i mean literally every question was like she didn't have an answer or sure. she didn't want it to was short and it was just yeah yeah so um I'm trying to think what's something i haven't revealed um what's like an intimate like bedtime routine that you've never told about is you have any, <laughs> is that like is that something oh, or is you want something, something deeper like, sure, no. yeah no um i love it I will say my my most like recent bedtime routine is um I have to watch Shark Tank before bed. <laughs> Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. I mean I love I have to say I love Lori. <laughs> I oh I've, I've watched maybe one episode in my life. I I just started I, I forgot how I it was just you know it was like a marathon and I was like you know what I'm going to just turn it on and I was just instantly addicted i'm so impressed by everybody who comes on that show with uh-huh. their ideas and i love yeah. to see how they choose who they want to partner with who they don't i love when they um uh, negotiate back and forth and then the person negotiating ruins the deal because the shark doesn't want to go with what they offered and then they're like i'm out um i love the guests the roster of like guest sharks that they have i mean one season um bethany frankel was was on wow. um and, and and it's all I mean pretty much I've been just watching reruns on CNBC. Yeah. But I, I love it. And also then at night, I will say I do sort of have better dreams because of that show. And not oh. that I'm dreaming of inventing things, but I'm in definitely dreaming of like sort of like either being on the show with as as uh-huh. I don't know. Somehow I'm involved with the show. It's never really clear in my dream, but um, but if I went on that show, I would definitely want to partner with Lori uh, because I have always wanted to be on on HSN or QVC. Sure. And I actually had I had like an idea. I mean, this is going back 10, 15 years ago of um, when I was going through like a, a rough patch in my life. And um, I made these four CDs of songs that helped me like feel good. And the first CD were all songs of like sad songs that you can feel sad. The second mm-hmm. CD was like, you're starting to feel a little better. The third song was like, okay, you're getting back into the groove. And the fourth song is like, you're on the other side. Everything's great. And I was like, I would love to have packaged those CDs and sell, sold them on QVC, but it's, it's like, it wasn't my music. Right. Yeah. It was, you know, I would have to get the rights to all Curated. of those songs. Yeah. 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 So, but whatever it is, I would, and I've grown up. I mean, I, I used to watch Susan Lucci on Home Shopping Network all the time when she was selling her hair care products and her her line. I, I would tape it. I would literally tape it on my VCR, come home oh from my God. school and like watch watch it as my relaxation. Oh my God, I love that. So I, love I was I was very much like a game show network kid. Oh, I love it. Yeah. What's your favorite game show? Um, well, I love... Um, I love like a match game. Mm-hmm. I love uh, like love connection two and two. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh huh. I loved uh, uh, press your luck. No whammies. Yes. Oh, I love press your luck. Yeah. My classic is the price is right. You can't go wrong. Yes. With it. I watched it my whole childhood. Yeah. I, used, I like family feud also. Oh, love family it's feud. Good one. Uh, good yeah. one. And yeah. I used to love this is before you guys before your time, but Joker's wild. Sure. Um, Oh, okay, yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Price is Right, definitely. It was yeah. great. Um, Bob yeah. Barker. Yeah, Hollywood Squares. I love, love Hollywood, Hollywood Squares. Whoopi, Whoopi yes. was like my... Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, speaking of games, I believe you, you brought a game or two to share with us? I did, I did. Okay, so I have two, two games, and I don't know if we have time for both. So if we don't have time for both, I'm going to have you choose which one you want to play. Okay. Okay. So one is more um, risque. That is sort of like about 
backstage things that might happen in a show. Okay. The other one is more like uh, fun and like who you would be going out with if you were bar hopping. Oh. What do you think, Caleb? Let's, I mean, can we do both? Alan, do we have time? How long are they? I mean, uh, they're, yeah. they're um, not that long. We, we got like 10, 15 minutes, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Way, way under that. Great. <laughs> right. Okay, so the first one we'll do, we'll ease into it. We'll do the bar hopping. Okay. Game first. So um, basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions about going bar hopping, and you're gonna tell me who you would like to do these activities with. Great. Like, okay. and now uh, fr friends of ours are like, ideally like Broadway personalities. What do it, you ideally Broadway personalities? Great. Right. But, right. but in, feel free to include your friends in that right. as well. Um, so who do you want to grab a beer with? A beer? Yeah. Um, uh, Alex Brightman. Oh, Alex Brightman? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, this, yeah, this, I'm not used to having the tables turned on me, so I can't play. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Carl. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Both of those are fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who do you want to, like, sit down with over dinner and have a glass of wine with? Dinner and a glass of wine with... I would say, um, um, oh, I don't know. Caleb, you I have mine. Emma Stone. I think she's just so mm. amazing. Oh, I want to have like a long, nice talk with her. I think she'd be funny. It'd be great. Every appetizer, every dish, we'd have a new talk. That's I a great one. I, love it. I think mine would be Danny Burstein. Mm. Would you her. talk about the Drazzy Chaperone? We'd talk about it all. I love We'd just talk about everything. <laughs> just friends, you know, friends on it. Uh, who do you want to drink a cocktail with? Patty LaPone, duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to drink a cocktail with, um, let's see, I want to drink a cocktail, oh, with Laura Benanti. Mm. Oh, Ooh, she yeah. would be fun. Would yeah. Be fun. yeah. And who do you want to learn how to make drinks with? Learn how to make drinks. Yeah, later. like who would if you could take bartending class with yeah, someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Fitzgerald. Mm. Oh, yes. Um, I think Robbie Fairchild would be kind of fun with. <laughs> oh, he's so dreamy, and that would be a Talk fun about like, class. Quarantine to... crushes. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh! Like he'd be a lot of fun to like make cocktails with. Yeah. First of all, Robbie Fairchild was so so hot in Cats. So he was, hot. Like, I hope we talk with Mike about that. Cat, and also. His dance videos in quarantine have been so good on his Solid. route. Oh yeah. my God, I have to check them out. They're so yeah. good. Yeah, that's a good, good answer. I love it. Thank Who you. do you want to play pool with? Pool? Yeah. Um, oh, I need someone badass. Who's like a badass? Like I'm going to say Orfe. Oh yes. yeah, Orfe. I'm going to join you on that one. She's going to teach us because I don't know how to play. Special guest. <laughs> Friend of the show. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> and who would you want to play Ms. Pac-Man with? Ms. Pac-Man. Mm -hmm. um, I want to play Ms. Pac-Man with... Um, uh, I have mine. Go. Kristen Chenoweth, because I think she would be so... You know oh. when I like to scream when playing games. I think she would be like... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be so fun to play with her. <laughs> Um, I think I would want to play Ms. Pac-Man with uh, Susan Blackwell. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the last one for this portion of the game is Skee-Ball. Um, Skee-Ball. I would want to play Skee-Ball with, um, uh, let's go with, Let's go with uh, Christian Borle. Mm. Oh, fun. Have, have a little ski ball with him. He likes games. Um, <laughs> I want like ski ski with like a hot, sexy man. So like, who's like, like really to help people behind you be like, no, exactly. You know, like, oh, I'm so bad at this. Like, um, yeah. like Gavin Creel. Steven Pasquale. Oh, yeah. Steven oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. And like somehow we don't have our clothes on. I don't know why. But like, <laughs> Look, you make the rules here. Yeah. Is right. this the risque game? I didn't know which one we were playing first. <laughs> well, that's a good lead into the risque. Okay, great. Okay. Okay. Segue. Go, go, go. So, this portion of the game is called Backstage Booty. <gasps> oh my gosh. Go on. Okay. So, have you ever unexpectedly kissed your scene partner on stage when you weren't supposed to? 
Um, no, no, I wish. No. Um, have you ever asked out a castmate? Yes. Uh, yeah. And did you get a yes or? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever hook up with your castmate in yours or their dressing room? No. No. <laughs> not you sure? not, maybe in a dream okay 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 sure 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 uh have you ever dated or went out with your director or choreographer no um no no i mean no no i've gone out with choreographers but i haven't been on with like my choreographer okay okay um, have you ever had a war- wardrobe malfunction during the show? Um, I'm sure. I mean, my wig fell off once. Yes, my wig's fallen off. Like, but like risque. Yeah, like a Janet Jackson moment. I have not. I haven't. No. Whew, thank God. Um, oh wait, yes, of course. Like my pants have ripped. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, have you ever freeballed under your costume when you weren't supposed to, and then when you're going backstage for like a quick change, it's like surprise? <gasps> no, no, because I'm always in a dance belt. Because you no, know, professional oh, always, of course. <laughs> well, that's, all right, I just oh, have to make goodness. sure. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then my last question is: Have you ever walked in on a on a castmate hooking up in a dressing room? No, no. Again, we're not very fun. We're not very fun. Again, that would be very, very, um, that would be dream fodder, probably. Yeah. 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 Why not? Ooh, I like those questions. (laughs) (laughs) That's the games. I love it. Yes. Um, Now, Caleb, you've been trying to stay busy in quarantine. Yeah. And as of now, you know, you're a blonde girl from Ohio. You're now a blonde girl in Ohio. Yes. And so, you're going to do a little segment quarantine moment. Yeah, I, th- for us. I think this is going to be a new thing where I'm going to try and tell you what I'm doing in Ohio and what you can do in your quarantine to make it easier. So last yeah. night we played with my family, Settlers of Catan, a game, um, friend of the podcast is the Catan. We played it with yeah. our um, guest, Darius. Darius. Um, so you just need three to four quarantiners, people to play. It's 45 to 90 minutes long, keeps you going. Um, and it's like strategy, luck, cleverness. It's like, it's the whole package of a game. So I really highly suggest Catan for your quarantine fun. Um, I found it on the Catan website for $49, but you can find it on Amazon for 44 if you're on a budget, obviously. obviously. And I would say Catan is um, five out of five blonde girls from Ohio. Okay, you guys, have you have you played Adam? Have you played? No, no. I have I have played. It's addictive. It's like Monopoly, but like Monopoly. with like it's like goods. Monopoly. I'm bad. Highly at it. suggested. So um check out Catan and, and I, order be- it now. I believe there are ways to play virtual Catan. Yeah, I think so too. Hmm. Um so if you don't have three to four people with you, three to four friends a- around a video screen would probably do it. Yeah. So All that's right. my my blonde girls from Ohio moment. I love it. Can yeah. I ask you a quick question? Yes. Yeah. Your Ohio moment. Do you yes. sing a summer in Ohio while you're in Ohio? Um, I like. I, it, it comes up a lot. I feel like that song is kind of sad, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It, it, there's a sad undertone to it, but yeah. Ohio like, from still... uh, from Wonderful Town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a storm coming in, so I need to turn on some lights because it's. Getting I know a you're getting darker. Spooky. I'm like oh. ominous. Well, so. while you turn on the lights, uh. It's time for this week's Merch Madness. Oh, yay. Go. Get it, out. God, that's good. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks, Alan. Now, okay, so we're, <laughs> we're here with Call Me Adam and so people are going to call you by your name. So this week we're doing a, we're, we're doing, well, we're not doing call you by your name, but we're doing a names t-shirt edition oh. of Ooh. Merch Madness. Oh my so, God, I'm so glad I wore this shirt then. I know this, well, I should have gotten my Amelie shirt. Um, So this is a, this is a winner of Merch Madness. This is the winner of Merch Madness Beetlejuice 
like addition of the 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 final champion. Oh my gosh, the Caleb Lighting Saga is hilarious. <laughs> um, it's our names T-shirt from Beetlejuice. I love this shirt. It's so fun. All the characters with the green Beetlejuice on it. I love the uh, the like distressed fabric. And then we've got the the logo on the back. This is an obvious favorite winner of Merch Madness um, Beetlejuice edition. So now this is coming from a show that I saw the last performance of right before the quarantine shut down Broadway. This is my shirt from The Inheritance. Oh wow! From The Inheritance. Oh my gosh! Yes, that thunder! I know. Oh my god! We'll see. so this is from The Inheritance. It has all the characters on there. Um, and I love the shirt. I loved the show. It was so good. I'm so glad I got to see it. Beautiful. And this is a very similar design. It has all the names. And then um, Morgan in, in the kind of like pink red kind of color, which is really pretty. And then we've got, again, The Inheritance on the back. These designs are all, you know, very similar. I didn't even see, I saw The Inheritance. I didn't even see that shirt there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, in the basement. On, oh. Gotta have those bathroom breaks. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but so this is a tough round because this is a new shirt. This is really fun and a great experience. I love that from one. the show. Um, yes. But I also haven't had time to like have the shirt be a big part of my like lexicon of shirts, if that mm. makes sense. It's still a newbie. Um, so I got to say the reigning champion undefeated. <gasps> is my Beetlejuice name shirt. It's I just a classic. Love, I just love the fabric. I love the colors. Like, this is a really strong show shirt. Um, and, uh, yeah. I, I like Beetlejuice. Sue me. I love it. Sue me. And that is Merch Madness. If you say it one more time, is Alex Brightman going to make a guest appearance? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh. I have to, You have to say it interrupted, uninterrupted three times. Oh, so. oh. So, um, so we're, we're, we're safe. We're good. Okay. Right. Um, now Caleb, you got one more game for us? I do. Just three quick questions. Oh, we got oh my God. This wind. This wind is blowing. Okay. So Adam, <laughs> these are just quick questions. They take no skill at all, but okay. just some rapid just some fire. Ponder thought. I love rapid okay. fire. Um, after quarantine, what's the first New York restaurant you're going to go to? Uh, one Dee Siam in Hell's Kitchen. <gasps> okay. My favorite um, Thai restaurant. I love Thai. Um, Alan was eating Thai beforehand, and I was mm. saying how much I love Thai. Um, your favorite leftover candy from Easter. Oh, are you Jewish? Or are you, or are you Jewish? Uh, I'm Jewish. But, uh, Do you get Easter candy, though? Uh, I used to. Uh, jelly beans it would be, though. Solid. Um, baked or fried? What? Of what? Exactly. I don't know. You got to say. Oh, uh, well, depends on what it is. It could be either. <gasps> okay. A uh, chicken. Baker fried baked. chicken. Oh, uh, I mean, the hell side of me would say baked, but I do have the guilty side of fried chicken. Exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> your first New York job or like first survival job? Um, I mean, my first job, I was a cashier at Pathmark. <gasps> okay. In, in between, co- like in the yeah. summers between college. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, essential. your favorite essential. What? You got it. Yeah, essential. Yes. Yeah. Um, your spring flower. This you see this flower and you just like love Aww. seeing this in spring. Uh, I'm not really good with flowers, <gasps> but I'm gonna say yellow roses because that's my favorite Dolly Parton song. Love that. I mean, one of my favorite of hers. Yeah. Um, your favorite comfort food that you're cooking like right now, like that you're just like I need this in the quarantine. It's making me feel safe. <laughs> Um, well, I don't really cook much, <laughs> but, um, uh, my favorite comfort food, uh, would be chocolate Twizzlers. Chocolate Twizzlers? Like, like dark licorice Twizzlers? Not, no, it's, um, so, so very few stores sell it now, but, um, it's Hershey's chocolate is the f- Twizzler. So instead of like strawberry, it's chocolate, but it's made with Hershey's chocolate. And the only stores I've seen it so far at still are Harmon's on 23rd and 6th and uh-huh. where I am in Brooklyn the Rite Aid down the street has them it's not so, every place has it now so it's te- okay hold on so it's it- Twizzler texture but it's chocolate flavored so it, yes yes so it's like a strawberry Twizzler except it's Hershey's chocolate it is so delicious weird I, okay. I grew up I grew up there's this candy store near me where 
uh, on Long Island uh, called Lazar's, and they had chocolate Twizzlers. So growing up, that's how I was introduced to it. And now that I see Twizzlers makes it uh, my favorite. Wow. Okay. You learned something new. All right. Um, three things in Boston that you must do because you lived in Boston for a little while, yes? Oh, yes. Um, God, it's so different now. But um, I would say to visit the South End, um, even though it's so corporate now. Um, you have to go to the American Repertory Theater and see a show because I used to work there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Harvard also tour around Harvard Square. Um, and... and uh, I mean, Copley Square used to be my favorite, and you should go for ice cream at JP Licks, and it's just a short walk from Copley Square. <laughs> JP Licks, yeah, all right, I love that. Yeah. Okay, last question: We were talking about mega mixes. What classic show needs a mega mix at the end of it? <laughs> wow. Um, I think uh, Les Mis could use a mega mix at the end. <laughs> Sure, stars, a repeat of stars. Yes, like, but like a techno version of stars. Yes. In their multitudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for joining us, Adam. This was so fun. Oh my God, thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. It was a blast. It's Yay. our pleasure. Where can people find you on social media and find your podcast in your blog? So my podcast, you can find on the Broadway Podcast Network at Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And social media, you can find me at Call Me Adam NYC. And my website is callmeadam.com. Perfect. Easy. Yeah. Cross platform. Yes. We love it. We love to see it. Um, Alan, will you pop on here really quick? Now, can you tell us about some of the things that people can find on the town hall at Broadway Together on the Broadway Podcast Network? Oh, yeah. So Broadway Together, it, it's unifying uh it's our attempt to unify like uh, all of the online events that are happening all over the internet with all the people that are doing things right now because there's just such a hard time doing like live stream here and facebook here and youtube there so if you go mm-hmm. to bpn.fm slash broadway together then you can easily have one calendar that has uh as much information as we can keep up with and populate and we're actually yeah. partnering with playbill on that so playbill's populating it we're populating it and we're sharing the same calendar so um, it's been it's been really really good and like it's five oh seven Eastern right now at six o'clock we're gonna have I'll be back here again with Kristen Chenoweth and Alana Levine doing uh, another podcast episode and then Josh Lehman is doing Josh Swallows Broadway tonight at nine so we have our own programming of course that's going on and it's just kind of all over the place it's good yeah so go check that out at bpn.fm slash Broadway together to see what uh see what no kind problem. of content you need thanks Alan no problem. Uh, you can find our podcast at Equity One Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter at Equity One underscore. Send us an email at Equity One Podcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts. Yeah, and, and make, we, sure we... to, make sure to uh, still be um, subscribing and leaving five-star ratings and reviews on iTunes, please. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm at Elliot Maddox on everything. Caleb, where can people find you? At Caleb Dickey on everything. And until next time, cheers! 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 Clean!